ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant, Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rewind Wrestling Radio Show here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I am your host, Ted, and I have a whole cast of characters around me. All the usual faces are back. Let's start with the new mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters up in the top right-hand corner. And then to my left, you have the beautiful, the ever-temptress witch, Ivy. Right underneath Ivy, and I mean that in every way possible, we have the Brazilian giant, <laughs> Venetius. Right next to Venetius in the middle, we've got the senior referee of CCW, Ref Amy. And our honored guest this evening, returning to the show, coming to us from Florida right now, but originally from Chile. He is fresh off of two appearances on AEW Dark. He's fresh off his U.S. Uh, wrestling debut and his pay-per-view debut. That is Mr. Ariel Levy. Boom. Hey! Yes. Yes. Right there. <laughs> How are you? Ariel. <laughs> oh, it's Happy, so good to have you back. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year, yeah. 2021. Yeah, it started out great. Yes. 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 we were having a civil war and everything you came to america you came to america at the perfect time yeah oh yeah fantastic now you know know how it feels (laughs) now you know how it feels oh man orchestrating a coup so many strikes on latin american democracy now you know how it feels I feel like I'm in Brazil. I, I do. I feel very at home in all of this. Everyone's freaking out. I'm like, wait, wait. It's Tuesday, guys. No worries. South America in the 80s, brother. Exactly. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. It, it has been a crazy week, uh, both just in life with uh, living in the United States and um, and in the world of professional wrestling, some, some crazy stuff has happened. But before we get to any of that kind of stuff, we need to talk to uh, our good friend who's back on the show with us, Ariel. Man, you are, you are hot on the presses right now, man. You are, uh, you're making it big time. You've only, been, you've only been in the States for what, a month and a half? Two months? Two months. Two months. And you, you managed to get yourself on AEW Dark twice in a row. And uh, you made your debut on Fight TV, fighting the guy a couple blocks away from you here on the Zoom screen. Yeah, you know, true. Uh, yeah, so, no, the North American Wrestling Alliance, you know, the big time uh, uh, area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Ocean Pacific, Ocean Pacific, no, the Ocean Center. Uh, the Ocean Center, it was badass. Go ahead, yeah. The Ocean Center screw job. The Ocean Center screw job. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you got to wrestle me. It's the that's what, when you wrestle Venetius, it's the big time daddy. You know that. So. <laughs> oh man! Well, I got to tell you, I, I was a. Uh, hey, I thought that the match that the two you guys had was was pretty solid. I was I was like, man, this is going to be weird because like they're, they're usually like buddies on CCW, and then I watched the show and I'm like, what is happening right now? Because <laughs> because really you know, Venetius didn't text me. No, he can't tell me what's going on. No, brother, got to keep the K. You know, 
but uh, yeah, it was fun. You know, um, if yeah, it was very fun. I had a good time. Ariel, I think you had a good time too. And working with Bill was great. I had a great time. Yeah, it was great awesome. Time. Yeah. And excellent. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about your experience, man. Tell us a little bit about uh, what's, what's been going on with AEW. And it's been quite a ride, man. Um, working for AEW and being, just being in that locker room full of legends and, and amazing workers and to have the chance to go there and learn from them and have feedback from from guys like Jerry Lynn, Christopher Daniels, uh, Dustin Rhodes, um, uh, Jericho. Uh, so just just as a like wrestling lesson, it was a, a blessing to be there. Just like it, it was like going to a to a seminar, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you get paid so. Yeah. What what more can I say? But it was I feel I feel very blessed to to come here from from Chile and and of course I sent my staff to QD Marshall uh, expecting for him to to send me some feedback or or something but he he immediately texted me back like are you available for this date and I was like yeah so oh okay can you make it to Jacksonville. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might so, be able to find a way, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it happened, and the the next um, then then the the first episode aired, um, the episode with when when we when I worked um, Serpentico and Luther and, uh, and Luther. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they are so cool and so nice and so funny to be and to to work with and and uh, so then they they and immediately when when the the episode aired so the tapings are they tape dark right after uh, dynamite mm-hmm. so the tapings are Wednesday nights after dynamite mm-hmm. and the episode aired on a Tuesday and after the episode aired. They uh, immediately QD Marshall texted me like, "Can you work? Can you make it here tomorrow?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find a ride because I, I I I don't have a car here. But of course, I'll be there. Don't worry. I'm I'm staying here in Orlando. So hey, a so couple yeah. more weeks on AEW Dark, and you'll be able to afford a car finally. Oh yeah, right? sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah." And the next day, uh, I'm working Scorpio Sky on the last, and and I, I got to be ringside for the Brody Show, which for me was the greatest uh, wrestling show of the year, mm-hmm. probably of one of or one of the greatest episode uh, wrestling shows of the year. So yeah, everything was uh, like, uh, I mean, uh, 2020 was such a weird year, but it ended for me. It ended like in the best way possible mm-hmm. right so yeah you you made a you made a great point right. you know you you came in um and you got to be in the audience for for dynamite beforehand 
So you knew beforehand, you know, you, you're sitting there in the, in the audience and then, you know, you have to work afterward, you know, what kind of things are going through your head when you're, when you're watching, you know, when you're in the, when you're in the audience, you know, are you preparing yourself already for dark or are you trying to invest yourself as much as possible? No, I was ne nervous as f Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I was That's very fine. nervous. Cheating we can swear. It's all good. Cheating <laughs> and basically. Uh, no. No, I got invested in matches. I had I had so much fun watching the, the especially the the MJF and and um, we worked with the the, the LAX guys. Oh, okay. Santana or Ortiz, yeah. Santana yeah. Ortiz versus the Dark Order. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, and Hangman, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hangman, and and then with with bro, this uh, MJF. Flipping mm -hmm. up, Brody's son, and getting <laughs> getting hit with a, with a candlestick by him. Yeah, I, I had so much fun, and and then uh, after that match, I went backstage to to change and to because uh, the the weather is pretty cold in Jacksonville, mm -hmm. so yeah, had to warm up before my my match with 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 Scorpio and. And yeah, so I, I enjoyed the show. Then, then I got nervous again while I was working, warming up. <laughs> got to run, uh, run the match with with Scorpio backstage, and then we had the match, and it was what it was. You you can watch it on on YouTube. It's it's there already. Link link and is in the description. <laughs> <laughs> so t tell me just explain the vibe like you walk in and of course uh you know you had had some prior communications with qt marshall uh, yeah. uh most infamously with chris jericho before mm -hmm. like uh, uh when you walk in what is the vibe like do you feel you're obviously you're nervous but what is how is everybody receiving you you know was there anything... chill. very yeah. chill yeah. very chill mm -hmm. like i was all suited up like i wanted to make a good impression like dress as you want to be treated and all that crap and <laughs> so i get there all suit up and everybody's wearing like jeans and sneakers and, <laughs> and <laughs> like like wrestling pro wrestling tees <laughs> and aw merchandise you know and i was like all suit up like, i felt weird <laughs> and, and And one, uh, one, one, one of the wrestlers said, said to me, like, dude, you know, in WWE, like, chill, be yourself. <laughs> 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 and I was like, okay, thank you very much. So the, the next day, because they, they tape uh, Wednesday and Thursday, the, mm -hmm. the first one, because last week, because of, it was New Year's Eve, they just mm -hmm. taped on, on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just did the live show on, on Wednesday and then one dark. But the first the first day was Wednesday. So Thursday I went there wearing jeans and a shirt. Everything was cool now. But yeah, and the vibe is very very. I mean, you get you get to hang out with the guys. It's not like the stars are in their locker rooms all the time. Of course, the guys that that also have like um, backstage duties, like the young bucks or or uh, Cody and, and mm -hmm. Kenny Omega. Like they're all like going around like minding their own their own their own business but mm -hmm. guys like jericho he's hanging out with the boys backstage and and we had a pretty cool and pretty long conversation and and then uh, with uh and 
and MJF around goofing around like making jokes uh, Brian Pillman Jr. is a nice guy too um, I mean Tim Malenko was there <laughs> for me like and he stopped me and was he looked like a friend of mine you remind me of him mm. and I was like oh my god why is Tim Malenko talking to me right <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> so yeah I was basically I was marking out the whole time and just having fun. It was was very fun to be there. Of course, because of COVID, you have to like get there and check your temperature every time you go inside the place, and mm-hmm. you don't have like a lo- proper locker room. You have to to change in the, in the restroom. It's like it's of, of course the the uh, sign talent they have their locker room, but. But for the guys that work dark or the or the guys that are doing extra work, they 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 we we don't have like a proper locker room inside the building. We have to walk outside to some trailers, and because it's it's cold, it's better for us to change in the restroom inside <laughs> inside the, yeah. the, the the venue. So yeah, that of that, but that's like COVID shit, yeah. right? <laughs> right. Basically, it happens everywhere. But but the 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 locker room vibe was very very chill. And and of course, that was the first taping. The second one, it was the Brody thing. So uh, the vibes were very like, I mean, uh, yeah, somber. Yeah, people were more. Somber. Yeah, just. Yeah. But they were. They, but they were all like. Also, they were they, they wanted to put on like a great show mm-hmm. to honor Brody, so yeah. that made it very very special. And 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 after the show, uh, Eddie Kingston gave like a cut a basically cut a promo of how proud he was of the locker room and the, the show and blah, blah blah. And he was very like very very moving and very touching and. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that made it that that uh that speech kind of made its way through the through the Twitterverse and through Instagram too, right? That was the one that oh, I think. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I I I, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I was about to say he was he was fired up. Yeah, he was fired yeah. up, and I mean, yeah. I felt it, it, felt, it felt like those like those like um oh an orange cut. <laughs> it, it felt like um uh like those um. Paul Heyman promos mm-hmm. back in the day. It's, it's mm-hmm. one of it's one of the few things New Yorkers do really well. Yeah. Right? They they they're able to do that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You they can't like you know hold a normal conversation, but they can really fire you up when they need to, you know. And I was like looking, I mean, because I was working that night there, but I'm an outsider, you know. I'm I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really like belong there yet. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was. Oh, it was cool, but at the same time, it was like. I mean, I mean, because it was very like an intimate moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So should I be hearing this or not? You know, I felt right. kind of awkward, cool. but 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 it 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 still like touched me and, and inspired me to 
put on a good show. Yeah, you, you have to embrace that moment because it really is something that happens once in a lifetime and you mm-hmm. happen to be there yeah. once in a lifetime. I mean, you missed you missed Sting's debut by one week. Um, you came a week <laughs> after Sting's debut. And then, um, of course, you had... Backstage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, but you were able to get this once in a lifetime, this the Brody um, show. Yeah. You got to just embrace mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Everything was great and and, and uh, really, yeah, I feel very fortunate. Yeah. Who, who, you know, uh, uh, in the future, you know, you have a roster at, at All Elite Wrestling, some of the greatest wrestlers in the entire world. Who do you see that you would want to have a great match with? Who do you, you know, who do you look forward to working with at All Elite Wrestling? Like, there's a huge roster. I mean, they're, I mean, they're obvious, the obvious ones, but but who who do you think? I mean, I mean, I would love to retire Jericho. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think um, I would love to work um, Darby Allen. Hmm. I would love to work in sure. uh, MJF for sure. I mean, we can. I'm, yeah, I can, you can go all day. Yeah, you can probably. There's, you can there's a whole. Name, there's a whole, the whole laundry roster, list. Right? <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a lot. We, we, we work on. Uh, uh, I would love to to work MJF, Darby Allen, and uh, yeah, mo- those. Um, I mean, of course, Jericho, and of course, Moxley, Omega, mm-hmm. Cody, Angelico. Uh, <laughs> I, I yeah. I agree. No, and and yeah. uh. The the your first appearance was when Cody announced uh, uh, he was pregnant with a baby. Yeah. So I think it's you. You're the one that's just like I mean, not the Brody part, but like you're the one who like <laughs> brings like like you have a lot of a lot of good good things, not the Brody one, but you like bring good things as well, like Sting and uh, and you, uh, you know what? Yeah. You know what? The, the first the first night I was there, uh, after every match. They were doing like this, like skits with uh, with uh, minus one, <laughs> the mm-hmm. Brody's son. And I didn't know we, I didn't know he was Brody's son. You know, I, I thought he was like a Make a Wish kid. You know, something like that. Like, mm-hmm. and and but he got a promo on one of these skits that they were doing, and he said like, "I'm, I'm Brody Lee's son," and I was like. Oh, and where is Brody? Like I asked, like no, he's he's taking care of his business. Like no one. And the next week, hmm. news comes come out like that Brody's passing, and yeah, and and then I it clicked like oh, that's why they were doing all of this, like so so he can you know distract himself from, from yeah. And that is, I mean, it's it's an it's a it's amazing thing to think about that before, like while I'm sure he was dealing with a lot of stuff, he was in he was in the hospital, I guess, a couple of weeks, um, mm-hmm. and it was it was going badly. It's really amazing of Tony Khan to take his son and distract him and do all this cool stuff, and even afterwards, you know, uh, uh, the thing that they did with Marco Stun, it's like what they've been doing with it. With they don't, I mean, they don't have to do they, with his wife. His, his wife was there. Yeah. And she was there, and and and, but she was so. I, I saw her backstage, and she looked like so, like like so strong, you know, right? Like, like strong coping, and and like, like yeah. 
he's like she's handling it all well. That's the way, and and but she was like there, like and and holding holding his his her son, like you know, and mm-hmm. and she was so like she looked so so strong, and and yeah, that was really the that was that was very touching too, and and how and how Tony and Cody and and all the guys backstage took care of of her and and her 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 son and 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 basically Broly's family it 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 was very sweet and and very kind and and yeah very like like it, it, that's why that's why I lo- I love the vibe in that locker room because yeah. they really they really are like a family you know and 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 it's 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 uh, very impressive that they achieved that in in just a year of the company running yeah right yeah we, you know we forget that it's been around a year like right right around a year a year and two months where it seems mm-hmm. like it's it's you're exactly right it feels like it's been around forever it seems like that yeah. and of course you know all in was a while like ago and established like yeah yeah they're there's something about it, you know, and of course they did bring in kind of storylines and personalities from other companies. We've been watching all of these. We've been watching Jericho since I was a kid, since I was, oh, you know, you know, right. we've been watching uh, the Young Bucks since, you know, in Ring of Honor. And, and the, so, you know, you have that aspect to it, but it d- does seem like there's just that vibe. Um, and, and you could see it when there's just good wrestling. Like there's actually really, really good wrestling, no matter what Tony Atlas, uh, tells us, (laughs) no matter how crazy of a story about how, you know, whatever, I believe that all the wrestling is the best. I still love Jim Cornette. Of course. You know, whatever Jim Cornette wants to say. Oh yeah, I love Jim Cornette. But you know, uh, it's because. All friends wrestling. (laughs) That's a great impersonation. (laughs) And the only, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's oh, it's, it's 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 you have to have a good vibe. You have to have a good vibe with that. Yeah, and, and most sure. of, of the of the lifetime of the company has been with the COVID happening. Mm-hmm. COVID yeah. Happening. They've yeah. they've been running more with COVID than without it. How crazy yeah. is that? Like yeah. we live in this True. world, man. If that guy who like ate the bat, if he just asked for it well done. Like, why did he need a <laughs> rare bag? Oh, God. Just well done. And look at that. Now we have a civil war because he couldn't eat a bat, like, medium well. Medium. Oh. He needed to eat it rare. I'm just saying. Here we Guys, go. don't mind me. I'm just eating chicken nuggets and fries. So. But also, uh. you know, one, of the things, one of the things, especially with Florida wrestling, that COVID, like, of course, COVID has been horrible for wrestling. But with uh, Florida wrestling, it's opened a lot of opportunities because – um, AEW's there in Jacksonville every week. It's not moving around the country. The same with with WWE. A lot of uh, my uh, friends of, of ours and and uh, people in CCW and stuff have gotten us some opportunities to be at the WWE because they've been here and because of COVID. That being said, so of right. course it's a horrible thing. But you know it's going to be interesting uh, considering they're coming to Miami in, next month. All, all Elite Wrestling, which is this is now you're in my hood. Now you're in the new you know. CCW, uh, a thorn. You're in the CCWs, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be a thorn in your side when Tony Khan turns around. I'm gonna freaking. He's gonna see me, you know. Now you're in my territory, uh, TK. You know, <laughs> yeah. NC versus TK. No, but uh, um, when they do, it's, I'm interested when they do because there's there's rumors about uh, uh, the tr- the traveling is gonna begin in a couple months. The same with WWE, they're gonna actually get back on the road and stuff like that. So, uh, really? you know. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm hearing it's going to be a lot sooner than we thought. So, you know, mm. um, the point being is it's amazing being in Florida and a professional wrestler right now. Yeah. 
you know, like uh, uh, that's, why, that's why I'm here. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Ted, what do you got? What do you got? You, you had a million questions for Ariel, and I know he's tired. And no, I'm okay. He's been he's been beaten up by uh, uh, Vertigo. Uh, you know, the, yesterday. yesterday um, EC3. EC3. Oh, tell me about actually. Tell me about EC3, man. That was awesome. I, I would have been. I would have been right next to you. I would have been right next to you, controlling your narrative. Uh, I'm controlling my narrative, brother. Controlling oh, your narrative. Controlling my narrative uh, but brother. unfortunately, we we had to. You know, we had to open it up. Fortunately, we had to open up the new CCW arena. Yeah. Uh, you, you should you should bring him to to the. Oh, he will. Oh no, <laughs> consider it done. EC3 is is coming down. But tell me about that. Uh, you, you know, you had a uh, uh, you trained with EC3 yesterday. Uh, how was that? Like he, he seems like such an enigma. Yeah, I, I trained with him. I thought he was gonna be like, um, I mean, in, he he did all the stuff for for the web series that he's putting on, like like all of the. So basically, it was like uh, we were also while we were in the seminar, we were also like shooting stuff for his show. So we were putting. He gave us T-shirts. We were all wearing the same T-shirt and name tags and stuff. So. And I hope he, I hope he asked you for ideas. You're an international movie star, and he's he's working a web series. I hope. I mean, totally I'm, I'm, I hope. I hope Ethan Carter the Third no, would ask no spoilers, Ariel Levy. <laughs> no spoilers, brother. But okay, we, we did something something Sorry. cool for his. All right, cut his. cut that out. Cut that out, Ted. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> But yeah, no, so, so, but, but, we really, he really liked my, my promo skills, which is a very uh, good company. High praise. Yeah. He does, he does great promos. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's yeah. a great, he's a great uh, promo guy. So, so yeah. Um, it was very helpful. We, we, we run some like basic drills because there were a lot of, uh, uh, rookie guys. So, but, but he, he really gave us some tools that that hopefully will be very helpful when when we make it to the big leagues yeah. like full time not just a dark episode yeah. or for the next dark episode I'll be controlling my narrative now <laughs> and, <laughs> and and I'll have more more um, tools to to be successful in in that um, environment so yeah so I, I, if 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 he Come if you want to be a professional wrestler, and he comes around your town with his seminar, with with his control your narrative uh, seminar. Uh, you should definitely take it because you you'll get some some really cool um, advices from from a guy who has worked most of the everywhere. Yeah, company. he's been yeah, everywhere. Yeah, WWE, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you'll see that for Ring of Honor. Yeah, probably he'll be in AW someday. So yeah. Um, yeah, I thought he would be. Yeah, a, I thought he would be an AEW guy right away. But I, I see what he's doing. It's actually really cool. No, you know, sometimes he, having your own freedom is kind of cool too, right? Now he yeah. he likes being a, a free agent. A free agent. Yeah. And got it. And, and, I, so and, hopefully, I, and I get it. I get it. I'm I'm in a different. I mean, I'm right. I'm in a different point of my life now that I want to be signed. You know. <laughs> right. I don't want to sure. be a free agent anymore. But. <laughs> But he, he's just sick of the corporate machine that, that, that he was. Got it. Got it. And that makes sense. It does. Um, so Ariel, I want to, I want to go back because uh, you and you and V had both talked about 
Jericho. And, and on the, the first time we had you on, we talked to you a little bit about um, when Jericho kind of, he posted out on Instagram, you know, they would be, they would be stupid not to sign you and, you know, talking about the, the WWE. And um, obviously you had the opportunity to sit down and, and, and talk to him a bit while you've been working the AEW dark stuff. And uh, you posted out a, an awesome picture of, of the two of you looked like maybe in, in the, the workout area um, on Instagram. I, we used that as one of our, our promo pictures to promote you being on the show tonight. And uh, tell, tell us a little bit about your, uh, tell us a little bit about your, your experience of getting to get to know Jericho a little better. No, he was the nicest guy in the world. And and he didn't have to because he's Chris Jericho, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just a guy from Chile, a wrestler from Chile. Who, yeah, of course I am. I have my following because I'm an actor and all that. But he's still like a huge legend. Mm-hmm. And but he was so nice. He stayed there to see my match with with Luther, who's also his friend. Mm-hmm. And and then we and he gave me his feedback and he again he didn't have to and we joke around uh, he and he texted me the na- the right right next day like are you coming back next next week make sure you text uh, cutie that that you're in Florida so he can call you again like he was so like <laughs> involved and. In my, and you're like, whoa, whoa, dude, right now. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was like, chill, man, drink it in, dude. <laughs> so, so yeah, basically, he was, he, he, he. I'm, I'm sure he has better things to do. So the thing that he gave me, uh, I don't know, twenty minutes or something to mm-hmm. to talk about my career. And not his. That I would love to talk about his in his career. You know? right. Like, you remember when you were Shawn Michaels? No. <laughs> 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 but, uh, so the fact that he he gave he gave me a lot of time to to, to talk about about his uh, about my my work and what I was doing here, and he was so impressed that I took the chance mm-hmm. to come here in the first place. Like, and and and. So he was really like, he, he was nice, right? Great guy, funny. And well, I see him. I, really, I see him really now. Interested, really interested in, in 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 me as a person, and that just speaks so good about him, right? So yeah, I, I see I him. I, I, good work. I see. Yeah, I, I see him now as like WCW's Hulk Hogan. You know, he's like that, like WCW in the, in the 90s, you know, you have Hogan coming in. And, I mean, look, nobody's Hulk Hogan, you know, um, but I'm going to burn your brother. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Jericho's right in that spot. And I, I have a feeling Hulk Hogan wasn't taking uh, 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 guys and talking to them for, for five minutes about right. what they're, you know, so I think that's just, it speaks a lot to him that, you know, wh- whatever you think about Jericho, he's the top guy, or, you know, the top guy there. Uh, uh, and he could be, he could, he could probably politic whatever he wanted and Mm -hmm. he's hanging out and he's trying to help younger people and he's trying to do like what he's doing with MJF, you know, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, no. And yeah, I was going to say that like he, he wasn't, it wasn't just me, like anyone who approached him and and asked him something, he was there 
and he was like I, I i saw him talk to like most of the guys in the locker room most of the yeah. young guys in the locker room so he was like he, i mean i think i i think of i i thought about this when i was there like i mm-hmm. think like he's like the aw's undertaker you know yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like for me he's trying to be like a mentor to everyone yeah, he was just there. He wasn't like, rah, 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 like, like giving him speeches yeah. or anything. Well, now but I want to see Undertaker sing like you know, rock. We all know who he is. So badly. <laughs> he's the first. Uh, 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 he's the first world champion there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's uh, he's a freaking legend. He's there, but he's approachable. Right. You know? yeah. He's not like like a a, a god. He's a yeah. demo god. <laughs> but he's not like there like you you can go and ask him questions and and ask him for feedback and and he'll give it to you and yeah so he's he's basically the the locker room leader i think and and then he eats with everyone he hangs out with everyone. He's not like in, in his locker room all the time or in his room, his suite, you know. He's, mm-hmm. he's there. He was there with his wife last week. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. What that's a what a what a cool guy. What a cool guy. Like like really for me, he's he was I admired him, of course, before mm-hmm. I met him in person. Uh I th- I always thought he was so cool, and and we really have like I I love rock and roll music too. I I I love horror films too. I I love wrestling, of course. So it's like oh, I have a lot of th- stuff in common with Jericho, mm-hmm. but I but but you never know until you meet him as in person, and right. then when I when I met him, it was beyond nice. So. Yeah, so it's awesome. Very, very, very cool. Very, to, to very talk cool. about like conspiracy theories with him. That's what I would love. To do. <laughs> <laughs> I love to talk WCW, next, but I would love to get Jericho's head like daddy and be like, listen, let's talk about aliens, Jericho. He loves that. I mean, everyone like, like <laughs> I, do, so I was just like, hey, you know, you know what you should say is you should say in the southern deserts of Chile, there's the most alien encounters anywhere else dude he'll probably no, fly cool. with you he'll he'll keep like come to my private jet let's go right now we're gonna go now and you're just gonna go and that's yeah gonna be, and you yeah, owe and, me and, one you owe me one you owe me one luther luther also also has a luther is the sweetest guy ever yeah okay yeah. That's awesome. he's sweetheart and he also has like a podcast of uh like weird stuff yeah and yeah big Good. food and all that like area yeah area 51 area 51 yeah area 51 all all that stuff like roswell (laughs) yeah yeah that's awesome no but people don't understand if you if aliens uh obviously like uh uh chile the southern desert of chile but obviously peru like i love peru and i've i went you know to nazca and those places because of that crazy stuff so i'm telling you that's the way to Jericho's heart is promised that he'll see an alien and I'm sure he'll, you know, I already have his, you're already, yeah, you already have his heart, but maybe I'll try to get his heart that way. I'll be like, Hey, I think I know who killed <laughs> Kennedy. Be better at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll uh, I want to open it up. Does, does anyone else have anything for, uh, 
for Ariel today because I, you know, I know he's tired. He's been training, you know, almost every day and I don't want to, I don't want to eat up too much of his time here. So uh, does anyone else have something for him before, uh, before we go on? I have to you that I'm working uh, CCW. This is W Saturday. C W. Who do we got? Who do we got, Daddy? The Brazilian <laughs> Giant. Yeah. We, I'm, I'm, yeah, we're working this Saturday, Fort we're, Pierce. Yeah, we're working Fort Pierce against these two these two guys, Varsity Boys, Mason New Year's Persona. Revolution. New Year's Revolution in Fort Pierce. We're gonna no destroy original. some guys. Don't worry, you know. New Year's Revolution. Yeah, no, no one's ever named a show that. Nobody. That's the first show. That <laughs> no <I've> one ever. <laughs> and, and New Year's did, Revolution. Never. Didn't never. A, didn't a big CCW announcement come out today about a, like a, a fatal four-way match? You guys. Yeah. Are next. Too? Uh, uh, next Saturday, January 16th, um, Ariel and myself, the Ameri- uh, the South American Alliance, uh, will be taking part in a. <laughs> oh yeah, brother. We will be taking part in a um, a fatal four-way for the number one contendership for the CCW Tag Team Championships, brother. And guess what? We're gonna beat. We're gonna we're gonna win. We're gonna beat Cha Cha Charlie. We're gonna beat Vince Steele. We're gonna beat Controversial Link. We're gonna beat Agony. We're gonna beat Jackal. And then on Sunday, January seventeenth at two p.m. Bell Time, Homecoming Night Two, we are going to defeat the Colognes. Yes. It's gonna be wild. You better be there, Colognes. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. <laughs> like I want to speak directly to Carlos Colon. Hey, Carlos, for the next two weeks, I want you to feed your children. I want you to train your children. I want you to take them out every morning at 6 a.m. and get them ready because they've never, ever in their life in WWC, in WWE, anywhere. They can go to, they can go to the Middle East. They can wrestle whoever the hell they want. They've never wrestled anybody like the South American Alliance. They can bring El Torito. I don't care. Bring them all. <laughs> You're going to kick their ass, brother. <laughs> I love the promos that just spontaneously combust. I love I them. Know, that was That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Ref, Ref Amy, <laughs> please tell me you have that We're going to bury them. We're yeah. going to bury them. I'm sure going with, to. The, with the owner of the company. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to bury you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that match sounds like a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of work. <laughs> Oh my god! Have a, so, yeah, oh man, Ariel's, Ariel's getting fired up. Look at him; he's fired up. I know it, man. Yeah. It's showing <laughs> off now. And it's gonna be even more interesting if LaBrava's there. Ooh. Yeah, LaBrava will be there for uh, sure. LaBrava will be there. LaBrava. Yeah, I can handle. I can handle LaBrava. We can handle anybody. Yeah. Look, Sa- Salazar's a big guy. I'm bigger. It's simple, you know. <laughs> Vince Steele is a is a huge guy. I'm stronger. I'm smarter. I'm a better technical wrestler. Ariel's an international many, superstar. It was, it's a it's ridiculous. No, there's nobody in comparison in the world. Man, oh man. South American allowed, wow. brother. And, and this and this segment's been brought to you by Coastal Championship Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Coastal Championship Wrestling this Saturday, New Year's Revolution next week. Homecoming. Homecoming. It's going to be like the, the opening of the new facility, right? The brand new CC, mm-hmm. CCW arena. Um, it's going to be, it's so, it's it's going to be amazing. Bill Alfonso is going to be there. Uh, it's really going to be a homecoming. Uh, uh, Romeo uh, Cavedo, who is a, um, he, he trained at CCW 16 years ago. He left, he made his name in the professional wrestling world. He is coming back to challenge El Jefe Santos, the CCW champion. <laughs> 
who knows what's going to happen. Uh, Sebastian Cage is going to be there on the second night. Matthew Justice and Alex Ocean, no disqualification, homecoming too. It's two days of wrestling that's going to be insane. It, it will sell out. It's, it will, it's, uh, uh, Saturday's basically sold out. Sunday has some seats available. But guess what? When people realize that it's two days, <laughs> they're going to buy an extra ticket that Sunday. So you better you know, sell it out. Otherwise, the Saturday people are going to buy a ticket after this. And, of course, the South American Alliance is going to be there. Brother. 100%. <laughs> oh my goodness! My goodness! Well, I gotta say, guys, this uh, this is, is always fun to have Ariel on the show. Ariel, we're gonna we're gonna be talking some some stuff, man. We're gonna be talking about uh, how legends should be used. We're gonna be talking about some of the stuff that happened this week in wrestling. If you want to, if you want to stick with us, you are more than welcome to. We're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna come back around the corner. And uh, when we do, we're gonna be jumping into a discussion topic that was uh, that was sent to me by a uh, a part-time staffer here at rewind wrestling network uh so when we come back i have an announcement about some stuff happening with wwn and we'll get into how should legends be used on tv for 17 years the dominant force in professional wrestling in south florida has been coastal championship wrestling join us every tuesday night 7 p.m eastern for the best weekly episodic professional wrestling in america Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. We are back here with Ariel Levy. He is here fresh off of his AEW Dark debut and reappearance back-to-back weeks. He's getting ready for his, uh, his tag match with the Brazilian Giant CCW this weekend and the following weekend. They are, uh, they're getting all jacked up and worked up. I'm pretty sure V is on drugs. He might need to go back to the FBI again. Uh, but before we get too far into things, I do want to promote this new thing that we're doing. So I, a lot of our followers on Instagram and on Twitter got a message from me either just before or just after New Year's uh, saying thank you for being a new follower. We crushed the the 1,000 follower mark on Instagram uh, right, right as New Year's was coming. Uh, we, we broke 1,500 on Twitter, and those may seem like small numbers to someone that's as giant in the world as Ariel. <laughs> but but the uh, but the the fact of the matter is, two years ago I was struggling to get to 25. So you know we're doing we're doing great things. We're getting a lot of uh, a lot of traction there. And so I thanked all of our new followers, and uh, well, the majority of our new followers. If you haven't gotten a message yet, you're going to. Um, but the uh, the majority of our new followers got a message, and a lot of them are indie promoters or indie wrestlers who have since then messaged me back and said, "Hey." would you be willing to, uh, to maybe review this match I did that I think is really good? Or would you be willing to no. take a look Help. at our, yeah. no. <laughs> no. get really good. That's would, what you should do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, would you be willing to look at my company's, you know, two hour show? And I'm like, well, I don't really have two hours to throw at wrestling right now. I'm already throwing 10 hours a week at it right now, but, um, you know, on top of my two jobs, but the, uh, but my uh, my good friend cousin Mike, who uh, who has been with Rewind Wrestling since we started it, uh, you know, a little over a year and a half ago now, um, Mike Mike hit me up a couple weeks ago and he said, "Listen, you know, I'm I'm itching to get back in. I'm itching to be a little bit more involved again. What what can I do to be involved? I know you've got this whole cast on your show already. I don't want to clutter that." And so, uh, good move. You know, so <laughs> good move, cuz. So. Uh, so cousin Mike is going to be hosting uh, a one person segment on the, on the YouTube channel. And it's going to be called reviewing the Indies. 
And uh, so he, Mike is going to get to watch some of this indie stuff and he's going to do uh, 10 minute reviews on the, uh, the stuff coming in from the indie promoters. So for any of our friends that are out there that are indie wrestlers that want their stuff reviewed, um, if they are promoters and you want to s- send us a show to take a look at, we will add it to the list. We've already got five or six in right now that are going in the can and uh, that's going to start coming out in just a couple of weeks. So I'm super excited to, to have Mike back on board uh, a little bit more full time and uh, to have that, that show come into the network and, uh, and, Giving, giving you guys some more wrestling content to take a look at. And we want to support indie wrestling because that's effing important, right? Uh, the wrestlers got to come from somewhere, right? They get trained somewhere. They, they have to start their performances somewhere. And so I think it's really important to support that as someone that teaches performance, you know, as a music teacher, I think that that's super important to support people while they're in that, uh, in that, that stage of their careers. So let's, uh, we're going to show the indie some love. Anyone else have any plugs, you know, other than the CCW show kidding? that we just plugged <laughs> yeah. for 15 minutes in a row. Uh, Fe- February 6th in Hialeah, Florida, Bash at the Brew, 8 p.m. bell time. It's going to be amazing. And then uh, we're going to be announcing something really interesting, a, a stream show every two weeks, um, a special stream show with uh, some big names coming up in uh, March and August. And then it's been a, it's official uh, March 20th at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Florida, Anniversary 17. I'm already discussing some four or five huge names for that show. So that will be coming up very soon. And then next week at Smart Bites Miami, I'll be doing a stand-up set. And I have a guest list, but unless I know you, you can't get on it. So if you're in Miami, go there. You can watch me do stand-up. You can throw shit at me. Um, what is that? Stand-up comedy. Yeah, when? Next Wednesday, come. I'll get you on stage. You you want to do like six minutes? Yeah. <laughs> I'll write it for you. <laughs> okay. What about the? Uh, isn't there a Nashville show coming up in February? Oh too? my goodness! Uh, uh, February twentieth. Uh, Enter the machine. Brian Cage is going to be wrestling a huge indie star that I'm discussing. Um, yeah, it's not Ariel this time, but uh, uh, <laughs> we're we're in discussions with a pretty big indie star to have a pretty marquee match. February twentieth in Nashville, Tennessee. You also see Tyler there. Maybe he'll take a choke slam this time. Yeah, I'm going to do something, yeah. Kick to the skull. Uh, and then, of course, you're going to see uh, Ariel, myself, and the entire cast of uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling. And also, uh, Matthew Justice. Matthew Justice will be there. Uh, and there will be some cool stuff going on. I just also spoke to someone, a pretty big country music star, who will be singing the national anthem. And then another Ooh. star who will be involved um, maybe as a guest referee, maybe Venetia wow. put him through a table. I don't know. It depends on what they want to do. You know, country music stars love professional wrestling, so we're going to make it happen. So enter the machine. You can buy all those tickets at ccwrestlingfl.com, except for the stand-up comedy show tickets. If you go to smartbites.com, you can buy the tickets. Excellent. Excellent. That's awesome. Excellent. And, uh, and, and while I'm, while we're promoting real quick, uh, ACPW started stuff back up again a little bit, and they put out a, uh, an exhibition match in their new training facility. Um, they just they just built a new training facility and uh, they they put together a, a quick match. It's it's a it's a pre production match. There's no commentary, so it's just the action you get in the ring. Uh, Ty Reno, best heavyweight in the business, uh, against his own son TJ Reno, and nice. uh, and against James Gray. It was a, a great triple threat match. Go check that out on their uh, on their YouTube page. You can find that in our link tree link in the description below. Cool. All right, my friends, let's uh, let's dive in a little bit here. And this kind of this works out nicely because uh, Ariel had been talking about how Jericho is doing the Legends thing right in in AEW, and we just had Legends Night on Raw, um, which 
frankly, I, I watched Raw just because I wanted to see how people would be handled, and I don't think it, it was handled great. Um, it, I think some things were done well, and a lot of things were done badly. Um, but the one of the big things that came out of that was Goldberg coming out at the end of the show and challenging Drew McIntyre, which we all know Venetius had a little accident in his pants about. And uh, you know, so accident. It was a huge tent. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, we didn't need to know that. <laughs> Maybe you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe to Ariel's OnlyFans. I'll send him a picture. <laughs> you see, we kid about Ivy's, but Ariel has one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So. <laughs> um, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but let's let's talk about how legends should really be used at this stage in the game. You know, when we were all coming up, when we were all growing up, legends would come back, but they could, you know, they were still working matches a lot of times. You know, Hogan was as old as as a Mark Henry is now, you know, or as a Big Show is now, and he was getting a run with the belt on SmackDown, you know. Um, and, and so I I don't know. I feel like the I feel like there was a lot of backlash to how legends were used then as well. Let's, let's talk about this a little bit. How should the legends be being used right now? Um, should we be seeing them get back in the ring? There's rumors about Booker T jumping back in there and, and getting back in there. I mean, there's, there's rumors every January that Booker T is going to get back in the ring because it's the Royal <laughs> Rumble. Um, you know, we've seen DDP be used over at AEW. We see Sting uh, coming out and, and aligning himself with Darby Allen. Uh, you know, we saw a, a plethora of people. We saw Ric Flair get involved in Charlotte Flair's match on Raw. What are we thinking, guys? How, how, do, how do we think that this really works in professional wrestling? Who wants to go first? All right, V, go ahead, brother. Okay, I think it's really simple. And um, I think people don't realize this. Like, I think age is um, different than it was in 1996. So you remember 1996, Hulk Hogan, uh, people would say he's old. Uh, he was 43 years old. Which is the same age as like AJ Styles is right now. Would you say AJ Styles is old? And you know, you, you look at the, the the ages then versus the ages now. It's different. You know, like Bret Hart in the year two thousand was forty three or forty two. So it's like things like that where, you know, Bret Hart retired. You know, before AJ Styles. You know, AJ Styles is older now than when Bret Hart had his kick to the head and, and stuff like that. So you know, like oh, by, by your guy Goldberg. You mean that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. It's, a, it's professional wrestling. Get your get your hands up, right? Best thing he ever did. Um, <laughs> best thing he ever did. <laughs> best thing he ever did. Oh my god, Ariel. Okay, so uh, you're talking about you're talking about like a different time period, like right. uh, you know the way that nutrition is, the way that uh, you know they would joke that they were that uh, Macho Man and Hulk Hogan needed a barrel, like a, a garbage can full of beers before they get to any arena. That's the lifestyle that they lived: hanging and banging, coke, beer. You know all that stuff. They weren't playing video they games and smoking and joint. <laughs> they they were doing it all the time. So it's a different. He, that's a different body. That's a different. You know. You know. So mm -hmm. it's weird now that that age is this thing. Like Goldberg is what fifty four. Yeah, around there. He doesn't look fifty four. So yeah. if it's if he looks believable in the ring, let him wrestle in the ring. If he's drawing more fans than uh, the next guy, then that guy deserves it. I mean. This is professional wrestling. Like, this is not – it's not like it's my time. I get to – you have to, like, go and take it. You know, like, I, I love Bret Hart. I think Bret Hart's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But there's one thing about Bret Hart where he's very bitter over the fact that Hulk Hogan didn't put him over at SummerSlam in 92. 
like you know like the king of the ring thing and it's like brother brother <laughs> brother my son you know like what, what are you gonna do my son you know like this is the business you have to go and take it you have to become so good that you need you know whoever's in charge to look at that person and say you know what he is gonna beat you clean so it is kind of you know it's this business is real to those guys and the problem is i think is a lot of the younger wrestlers the business is not real and so there's a realism to Bret Hart, to Goldberg, to Hulk Hogan, like that it doesn't work for me, brother. Like it doesn't happen anymore. So I think what happened is the business changed. And so these stars, like Jericho's 49 years old and he's still the most entertaining guy for a lot of reasons. You know what I mean? And it's because he takes it seriously. You know, there's, there's probably guys as charismatic as Chris Jericho who can work as well as Chris Jericho, but they're just not, they don't take it as seriously. So that's the problem that we run into. So you can't blame the aging stars who are coming back for these big paydays anymore because they're, 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 you know, and, and, and look, I guess you can say one human being runs all of wrestling. You really can't anymore, but I think that, you know, you're kind of blaming the wrong people. You know, it's up to the younger generation. It's up to us, it's up to Ariel, myself, and, you know, Will Ospreay uh, and Kota Ibushi to come in and grab the top spot. Because if you tell me, if, if it was uh, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, is a match with Kota Ibushi versus Will Ospreay going to sell more tickets than Goldberg versus Hulk Hogan today, that's just not the truth. So that's, right. that's the fact of the matter. Right. The cat was smelling how far your ass, your head was up Goldberg's ass there, just so we're clear. Like, she was like, oh, I think I smell that guy. Like, it's so far up, he can next. smell the locker he bangs his head into. <laughs> oh, man. It's still real to Goldberg. I mean, listen, he, he, busted, is, he yeah. busted himself open before coming out for the thing on Raw. Was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a nice little red spot right there. Did, does yeah, Jay White do that? Yeah. Like, you know, I, you don't do I, I don't think so. Can Jay White sell more tickets in Goldberg yet? Come on. Uh, I love Jay White, by the way. I do too. Hey, one of the great, I think one of the best heels. So, brother, so I, I have, I have a counter argument to that though, right? You just said the business has changed, right? Yes. But so has the wrestling fan. The wrestling fan mm-hmm. has gone from the consumer has changed because the consumer is more smart now than it is Mark. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why WWE has, has caves on a bunch of their booking. That's why Brian went over at WrestleMania. That's, that's why you, Batista winning the rumble didn't work. You know, it's, it's, we have so much smart now and that booking that thinking about that booking for that nostalgia act, it might sell some tickets, but it's not going to sell the kind of tickets that it would have even seven, eight years ago. Right. Goldberg but, but, returned but Ted, seven, I eight think, years I ago think, well, is different. Yeah, but the, 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 go ahead, the, go ahead. This tsunami of smart tears when Goldberg appeared on Monday Night Raw, at the end of the day, it's a great piece of business. Yep. Yeah, that's real heat. Everybody was talking about it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how you draw it is, them in. It yeah. is real heat. But the problem is, how did they book them? Tyler, when you want, when you, he'll probably you, beat Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah. knows? And I mean, listen, I'm okay with that. And I've said, I've said, I'm okay with that. And I have a whole theory behind that. We're not going to get into that conspiracy right this minute. Okay. But you know, but, you know what happens? What, what now the, the most of the, there, there are some exceptions. Like I think MJ, uh, the, the guys that I named before mm-hmm. in the new generation mm-hmm. are exceptions like MJF and Darby Allen, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
now most of the stars, superstars, wrestlers, whatever, they they are too approachable. Mm. So you don't look up to them. It's like, oh, I just saw his Instagram, him playing with his cat, you know, him petting his dog, <laughs> him going to the grocery <laughs> shop. Yeah, like the death of kayfabe. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's Undertaker going Undertaker yeah, going to the Capitol building it. yesterday. Oh gosh, here we go. God <laughs> damn it! In, in, in WWE, the only guy who has that vibe is Brock Lesnar. You know, yeah, hundred percent. He he doesn't like people. He's not on social media all day long. You don't know. You you think the guy he's like chopping wood all day long and killing cows with his bare hands, you know, and eating mm -hmm. them, <laughs> you know, you, yeah. you, don't, you don't know what he's doing all day long, you know, probably right. he's just with holding hands with Sable, and I don't know, but. I fantasize <laughs> about a lot of stuff Brock Lesnar <laughs> <Yeah>. does. But, <laughs> but you don't know, so he has this mystique around him. Yeah, right. Just like He does, yeah. Just like, just what Taker had, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And and that's why I think that Darby Allen is still like this mysterious guy, you know, mm -hmm. like like what Jeff Hardy was back in the day. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and 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 MJF is always some character, sleep, sleeping off kids, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> being being mean to guys on 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 conventions and stuff, you know. Right. But most of most of the the wrestlers and the superstars, quote unquote, the superstars. They are like they just want to be regular people on on social media. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know they they're not willing to to give that up because of course, if if you're more approachable, you get more more following, and if you have more following, you make more money. Yeah, mm -hmm. you no, know? mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, but it's how it works. But to to be more larger than life, to make people look up to you. You have to keep yourself more like mysterious to keep a mystique around yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I think I think there's a problem. There's a huge problem with that, and I think it comes down to, okay, so uh, seven hundred thousand people watched AEW last Wednesday. Watched Dynamite, right? Mm -hmm. And then Raw, it's what two million people. I know SmackDown was like four million people, but it's not normal, right? So it used to be like what seven million people watched Raw, and you know, 6 million people watch Nitro. Uh, Monday Night Heat used to get 5 million people. So now the ratings for actual professional wrestling are gone, right? But do you know how many... WWE worldwide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Worldwide, uh, you know, 2 million people, right? No, so so the actual wrestling itself, the ratings are down. But do you know Bruce Pritchard gets like 3.5 million downloads on his podcast? Oh, and, his podcast is awesome. Yeah, And Jim Cornette has like a following of like 4 million people or, or, or sorry, I'm sorry. So like one, 1.2 million a week or something like that. But like a month, it's like 4 million people, something like that. So more people are, are downloading and listening to Jim Cornette than watching AEW dynamite. So that's where the problem is. The problem yeah. is they're, they're still talking about stuff, they're still talking, but they're not watching wrestling 20, 30, 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's why that when these guys come back, that's the fan that will come in and watch. And that's the fan that sometimes I, I sit and that's the fan that I want for coastal championship wrestling in the future. Like I want that fan who just stopped watching wrestling, but is listening to all these podcasts and all this type of stuff. But at the same time, that fan is also freaking impossible, right? 
because they saw the best thing. The cat's already out of the bag. So when you bring Goldberg back or Brock Lesnar is that throwback or the undertaker or sting, you're trying to tap into Bruce Pritchard's 3 million listeners a week or Jim Cornette's 1.2 million listeners a week. You're trying to get those guys back. Um, but I don't know how you do that. Maybe you go back to simple wrestling and stuff like that, but that's the real problem. If you look at wrestling as a marketplace, like, yeah, you know, push Ali all you want, but Ali's not moving the, the needle. You know what I mean? Right. Goldberg will. And Ali's not bringing those 3 million Bruce Pritchard fans over. You know who would? Bruce Pritchard, I think. I don't know. I guess he didn't actually because he's working for them now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's back with WWE. Yeah, yeah he's so, working for them now. I think maybe they saw that, but I don't know. You know, you tell me. What do you guys think? Like, No, that's interesting. Yeah. Where is that fan? Where's that Cornette fan? They're, they're not watching Dynamite. They're not watching New Japan. Right. talking about it they're listening to right. Cornette talk about it but they're not mm-hmm. watching it. exactly yeah right because it, it's entertaining to them yeah so so here's my thing I, I actually agree with everything you're saying but I what what's happening is um and I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit here okay let's look at Goldberg coming in on on Raw this Monday he was booked as the face you just took your top baby face and are making him play heel to Goldberg being face for no apparent goddamn reason, right? Like Goldberg's, Goldberg's basically coming out and saying, you don't actually treat them with respect. It's all about you. Well, what have we ever seen that's, that makes that be really evident? That's not true. That's not, that's not storytelling. And that's what I have a problem with. I heard that was a mistake. I heard like Drew was supposed to talk smack or some of that. And he well, didn't. They- and and did. Something, just, something didn't happen. Yeah. And unlike unlike in two thousand one when Vince Russo was writing, Goldberg stuck to the script this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like he, but it, I I don't necessarily like disagree, but also don't agree because um, Goldberg came off to me at least as a delusional babyface. So like he thinks that he's the good guy, but in reality he's coming. Mm-hmm. I think they're playing in a little bit to the heat that Goldberg gets. Yeah, by, like making him seem those like yeah, I'm the super by making him yeah. seem those, senile, those like delicious. Well, well, like he <laughs> thinks your, that he's give the me hero. Your smart tears, you know. But reality, the young guy hopefully just slaps smart him tears. down. So yeah, <laughs> out. that's how it came off to me. I'm drinking these smart tears. The smart tears, yeah, absolutely. Tyler, what are you I'm sniffing? This you're, you're someone that, that you're in that nostalgia wrestling fan. Uh, mm-hmm. domain that's that's kind of your niche you know you you love old school nwa you love old school wcw um right. tell, tell me what you're thinking when you when you see these legends being brought back for this i think it's the nostalgia that we all have i mean you can say what you want to about hulk hogan rick flair but I, you know it's true there's as great a stars as roman reigns and drew mcintyre are they're not the stars that a hulk hogan or undertaker are I mean, Roman's, so that, Roman's doing a good job. Actually. Yeah, Roman's doing a fantastic job. That's one of the reasons I, I actually like SmackDown better right now with what him yeah. and Owens are doing. I hate I missed this week's because I, I had to watch, speaking of New Japan, a lot of that. So, But, you know, I have to open my eyes because if you do listen to Jim Cornette, I am a big fan of his or, or certain podcasts. They do influence your opinion, and that was a lot of my problem. So I've had to kind of take a step back and kind of open up my horizons even though i agree with a lot of what Cornette's criticisms are things change but that's that's the general conception you have to have you've got the big stars from the 80s people complain yeah that we don't need them all the time it's so they didn't use them right on raw 
but they've got that big name recognition that you all were speaking about, like with Lesnar. And I think that's what resonates, whether right or wrong or fair. Well, there's a there's a there's a point there that like when I was a kid, all of my friends hated Jeff Jarrett, mm. and <laughs> I loved Jeff Jarrett. I loved how he worked. I loved his gimmick. I loved the ain't I great. I loved the Jackie Fargo stuff. I loved all oh yeah. But my friends hated him so much that I used to pretend that I didn't like Jeff Jarrett. Now, I think you have a literal national audience now of people who think it's cool not to like Goldberg. But when they watch Goldberg, they like it. You know, I'm not saying Goldberg itself, but whoever. Like, you're told, like, you're told this guy sucks. This guy sucks. You know what I mean? But in reality, one day I just woke up and I was just like, you know what? I love Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) Like, he's great. You know, and I'm sorry, you know, and I had to come out to my friends and tell them, guys, I, I really like Jeff Jarrett. I don't hate but, you, you came out of the closet that way? <laughs> <laughs> Brother, do you think if tomorrow, Royal Rumble, January 30, 31st, number 20, three, two, one, boom, ba, ba, da, ba. The whole place will go nuts. Go yeah. Cena. Everybody will mm-hmm. go nuts. Yep. Guys said that we're like Cena sacks, you can wrestle like. Two years ago, three years yep. ago, five years ago, whatever, they'll go nuts and they yep. will love to see John Cena back in the WWE. Uh, uh, John Cena versus heel Roman in this situation is the money right now. Oh, That's man. I, I, that I would think, be a great match. Yeah. I actually, I've thought about that a lot lately. I've thought a lot about. I miss, how... I miss you, John Cena. I miss yeah. you. Yeah, I, I, but that's get a, away you know, from you that Chinese that. Uh, Uyghur camp and get back to America, buddy. <laughs> so much I don't care how much they're paying you. You get back here. And you start wrestling. Bats, brother. <laughs> oh man. Well, let me let me ask you guys this. And and uh, Amy Ivy, you know, I'm I'm looking I'm looking for everyone's opinions here. So what, what are you guys thinking? When you know, chime in a little bit. Amy, you chimed in a little yeah, bit wh- here. What do you guys think about Jeff Jarrett? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. Um, I love Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> yeah. So that's because he says nuts so much. Hey 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 hey. So I agree with uh, what Nelly was saying. Like I, everyone's different when it comes to like age and stuff. So like mm-hmm. sometimes someone will achieve it. Like Jer- Chris Jericho, he he is he is a legend. I don't care what anyone says. He's going to go down as a legend, and he probably is one now. Um, and he could still go, and I'm totally fine with that. <coughs> like he and he's bringing up younger stars with him. Um, and and I also like what AEW is doing with managers, with bringing in Jake the Snake and Arn and everything, and mm-hmm. using him that way. Um, the only problem I have with legends is I think WWE tends to rely on them a little too much because we can almost plan it down to a T, uh, record low rating in about a month, we're going to have a legend show to try to pop that rating again and like mm-hmm. simmer down from there. Um, I don't mind the Goldberg thing. I just think the matches he's booked in are bad. Like they're not to playing to his strengths a lot of the times, like the mm-hmm. Undertaker, uh, Goldberg one in Saudi Arabia, that was not to their strengths at all and I think they thought that Undertaker was going to pull him through that match but it didn't really happen (laughs) but I don't know it's a delicate process and sometimes it comes off as annoying and like Mm -hmm. I'm bored with Goldberg I liked him like when he was smashing Brock Lesnar that was great but now it's kind of like oh you can predict when he's going to come back so right he's got to get those he's got to get those three paydays a year but you know and then can we also talk about uh, talk about how Alicia Fox is not a legend. Can we? Oh my God! Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Incite, I mean, I agree. Incite a riot. I like think she's so nice. 
I've, I've, I've uh, had a handful of conversations, a few, and she is one of the nicest people. And I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I kind of know why Amy hates her, but I don't know really. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Let's let's save that because I, I've got a I've got a little game for us at the on the the wrap up on on this segment here. So, Ivy, what do you, what do you think? How how are the legends being used right? Could how could they be being used God. better? I love seeing the legends, honestly. I mean, it's like we talked about, it's that nostalgia. Um, I, If we're going to see them in matches, utilize those cinematic matches that we've talked about, you know, mm-hmm. about, you know, the entire year pretty much. Um, it's going to depend on, you know, what physical shape are they in? What health state are they in? Obviously, we're not going to see Ric Flair jumping back in the ring to fight, you know, to do a match. But... Right. Why not? Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore match. <laughs> Maybe with Lacey Evans. Yeah. Your brother, give me the blade, brother. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, if you utilize them correctly, like, you know, put them in like a manager spot, put them, you know, use them as mentors, not just behind the scenes. Kind of let's see how they're being used as mentors to, you know, all these up and coming, you know, newer guys. That's how I would like to see them being, you know, used. I do agree with Amy. I think that WWE definitely relies on them when it comes to, you know, like needing to boost ratings and stuff because you can almost always tell like okay nothing's really happened we're due to see a <laughs> pop up so I, I pretty much overall agree with you guys but i don't know i still like to see them every now and then that's only because you like you still like jeff hardy even though he's like oh you know. whoa 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 don't you dare i'm gonna stop <laughs> you right there ted i mean i think i think <laughs> one of the one of the one of the top three matches that i'm really dying to see is finally to see rick versus charlotte flair that's <laughs> that I've been thinking about. For, I mean, Jesus. Believe, believe it or not, the second father-daughter match in history. Oh yeah, Vince and Stephanie. Vince yeah. and Steph, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Oh, oh man. You are fire. Yeah, there you go. All right, so so I have up on my uh, my second screen here the list of, and I quote, legends that were on the show on Monday night, <laughs> and so I'm I'm gonna read the name. And you guys are going to say yes or no. Are they a legend? Okay, <laughs> here we go. This one's, I think, pretty obvious. Hulk Hogan. Yes. Yes, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. Number one of all time. Okay. No. Teddy Long. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I put Teddy in Flair. there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hold on, hold on. This, this one's controversial. Oh, Big fan of Ric Flair. <laughs> Alicia Fox. No. No. Mammy stands. No. <laughs> no, no, I can't put her as a I'm legend. Yes, she's so such a nice girl. Yes, I, I understand. What's the a legend anyway? I guys. understand the community's pull for her being a legend. I want to put that out there, right? Uh, yeah, she, yeah. She, she, dude, she made out with Edge on TV. <laughs> Legendary. <laughs> I would consider her she, a veteran, not necessarily a legend. Mm-hmm. Yet. She's a legend in AEW for bringing them Arn Anderson. So. Yeah, I heard about that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Jesus. Actually, she she showed up to house shows and wrestled drunk. Legend. <laughs> hey. Oh, there you go. Bring there on the stands. There's the savior. Whatever you got to do. Where the hell did the stands thing come from? <laughs> like, the song Stand by Eminem. I don't know, but I, I infuriate them all the time. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm such a big fan of you that I'll kill my my girlfriend and oh, got drown it. her in a car. Got it, got it, got it. That actually makes yeah. so much more sense now. Thank it's you. easier to say Stand than to just explain it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone might take it the wrong way. But let me write oh. it down. No. I'm just I'm get more down. heat on Twitter. All right, here, here we go. Let's yeah. keep going. Let's keep going. Tatanka. 
uh, CCW legend, Tatanka. Yeah. Uh, Orange Cat, what do you think? He says no. He says no. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I say he's another one veteran. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say legend. So this one, this one happened. Uh, CCW. Uh, he wrestled CCW a lot. He's a legend. Yeah. I think he's got to still be. He's not on the level of Hulk, but he, he's got to be in the conversation. Oh come on, Tatanka! Look at that that long, like a uh, Goldberg-like winning streak. He unfortunately was taken on by Ludwig Borga. You know, had he not <laughs> lost to Ludwig Borga, he could still be undefeated now. He had, a, he had a pretty good WrestleMania match with Shawn Michaels. And yeah, he had a good feud with Luger. Probably the only good match on that card. Luger, yeah, dude, was Shawn. WrestleMania nine, WCW, right? Uh, Hogan, Hogan, Yokozuna, great match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so here, here's one. She, she goes into this category begrudgingly because she's not ready to give up on her in-ring career. But WWE cast her in this light on Monday oh. night. Mickey James. Yeah. Yeah, legend. Yeah, I like Mickey James. She's a legend, but I don't. I yeah, I feel like they're just pushing her. Tired. Yeah. Kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's okay. not been Legendary. All right, that Graham's next radish's crotch, legendary. Come on, do we have any one of, any one of us on that? <laughs> of course, we got to go down that. Legendary. <laughs> All right, so so these next two are pretty obvious. Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I would oh, say no. What? <laughs> uh, you're going to say Lisa Fox, but not Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, of course. All right, and uh, so in, Sergeant in Slaughter is a GI Joe my... guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dick. Uh, my uh my personal oh wait actually uh person... sergeant slaughter follows me on social media so he is oh, a legend oh cool he follows, now that he follows the show yeah, on they, twitter too yeah, that's he me follows, yeah. he follows the he show follows on twitter seven billion people yeah uh, <laughs> uh in my opinion the best was of my all doctor time. for some reason okay the, the the true boat move aside natalia rick flair Okay. Oh yeah, Rick. Rick no question. Okay, I, I don't uh, think that's even a question. I don't know. I think he's he's got to solidify it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> he's a match against Charlotte. He's got to win that seventeen. Okay. He's yeah, got to beat through seventeen few matches. He's got to win a few. Um, the Big Show. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. You got to put Big Show kind of in there. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Everybody knows his Andre, Andre legendary Sam. impressions. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy, Jimmy Hart. Yeah, yes. mouth of the yeah. south. Come on, yes. this for on that alone, yeah, tiki bar, uh, baby, tiki bar, legendary tiki bar down in Tampa. Dad. Yeah, absolutely. The beach, hell yeah, legendary. Here we go. Here we go. Mark Henry, legendary. Yes, yeah. yes. I agree. Mark Henry's got to be up here. Yeah. Yeah. Legendary. The salmon suit. That Molly Holly. Yeah, exactly. Molly yeah. Holly. <laughs> Molly Holly. Oh, Molly Holly. Mm-hmm. You know, hair versus I'm, hair. I like her. Yeah, I mean, she yeah. she was good. I'm trying to think though if she will, with respect. She, I think she was, was ahead of her time. I think Molly was, Holly yeah. was way ahead of her time. I have a I have a, still, Molly Holly. I have a Molly Holly story. One in the elevator, uh, Royal Rumble, a couple years ago. It was Daniel Bryan, Mickey, Mickey Bella, and the other one, and then Jackie, and then a girl next to then and. Mind you, I'm in an elevator with all these stars, and I'm looking at this girl. I'm like, "Who is that?" <laughs> and it was Molly Holly. Oh, how neat! Yeah. So I wasted my chance oh. to finally to finally punch Daniel Bryan in the face. <laughs> I missed my opportunity. Mighty he Molly. probably would have gave you Mighty, yeah. Molly. Mighty, Mighty Molly. Molly. Mighty Molly. Yeah, that's right. All right, IRS. 
Oh yeah, Mike Rotundo. I mean, I, I would still put him up there. I mean, I think mean, of his NWA stuff too. Yeah, I mean, he signed, sure. he got burned. He deserved it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, absolutely. Varsity, varsity yes. Club. Yeah, you know, he, he was really uh, dated cool Missy with Hyatt. Randy Orton on Monday, wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> he was just a like he didn't have a problem with Randy Orton at all. No, <laughs> you burned my son. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, uh, he I didn't want to choke him or nothing. Yeah, yeah. well, he must be um, up to date on his taxes. Yeah, he must, hey. be. He must be. Uh, Molina. Hi. Hey, there's a CCW Women's CCW Champion. CCW Women's Champion here. here for women's cha- there it is. Hey. Yes. Yes. You got the belt ready and everything. Jeez. Look at that. that. She wears the belt everywhere. Crush <laughs> up. Every day, every night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boom. What a mark. CC. What a mark. What a mark. Where's. Oh, my hey, belt, well, yeah, Where's my belt? Hey, January 16, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Adios. Adios. Hey. 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 All right. And I forgot there's one name on the list. Roma. Legendary. Legendary. <laughs> Roma, Roma loves Molly Holly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, that must make her a legend. I mean, she's got to be. Yeah, I guess so. Let's go. Mighty Molly. Is she a legend? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's settled. There we go. There we have it. It's settled. Camp's work. Boom. What's the next one? Molina. Oof. Oh, wait. Molina. Molina. I'm not sure. Molina, legend or no? Yeah, to her. Okay. Veteran, yes. Legend, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's probably how I would do it. Tori Wilson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, legend. No question about it. She was <laughs> just because you have her Playboys under the bed doesn't mean it's <laughs> no. a legend, Tyler. Hey, Tyler, you uh, need to calm uh, down. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, who, who doesn't? I mean, come on. I mean, I, I love it. Not, she, gave, yeah, that's, she gave a man a heart attack on television. I, I mean, that's it, legendary. She gave me a heart attack just by looking at her, buddy. I mean, I'm telling <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know about, you know, Legend, seriously, but as far as looks, absolutely. There you go. Oh, Boom. I'm being honest. Hey, I've, I've got to be honest. That's right. That's right. Uh, the Boogeyman. Veteran. No. No. Hey, uh, uh, I, saw the I don't Boogeyman. think so. I saw the Boogeyman not too long ago, and that guy's in insane shape. He could be He could be a WWE superstar right now. So Yeah, I, I mean, he's legendary. talented. I just don't know about Legend. He's right? worms. No, he's not a Legend. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think either. I think these last four are pretty obvious. Um, Ron Simmons. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. No doubt. No. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. First, first African American champion. First African American heavyweight mm-hmm. champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Book of Man, Book T. Yeah. Spin a Rooney five times. GI Bro. GI Bro. The Ebony Experience. Bad Bunny song, brother. Yeah. Yeah, rap, rap is crap. Slap yeah. nuts, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, Jeff. Yeah, Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff I would Jarrett. put Jeff up there. I've got a, I've got a funny story about Jeff Jarrett. I'll tell you guys one day. All right, one day on an airplane. On an airplane. Yeah. Is it going to be a the plane ride from hell? I told you. I told one? you that story, Ariel. Yeah, you told me. I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk later. <laughs> All I right, and, and last but not least, <laughs> Venetius is already popping a tent. Okay. Goldberg. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. A million. Yeah, percent. put Goldberg, yeah. Yeah. I, Selling it, out the Georgia Dome, daddy. So yeah, listen, I'm based on that, yeah. So listen, here's 
I agree with you. I think that because of where he is, he is a legend, right? Yeah. If there's no streak, he's not a legend. Oh, actually, if there's if there's no streak, he might be a bigger legend. Mm. I think there's parts of that streak that like held him back. What you don't That's think Perry Saturn for a U.S. title is enough? I mean, come on. I think had he lost to had he lost to like Kurt Hennig. No, if he lost to DDP at that Halloween Havoc, mm-hmm. and then he won it back. And then he would have had some feuds that where there was like maybe he's gonna lose. He might still be a legend, you know. Got it. Okay. All right. It's all about booking, really. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And yeah. so we, for we me, it's already... only only for that kick. Yeah, just for the fact <laughs> yeah, for that kick for Bret Hart, Hart's yeah. brain. Man, it's legend status. My goodness, dude, it's a man's <laughs> life. He's a heel. He's a Stop heel. Stop crying, Brett. <laughs> Goodness, Jesus. I didn't know the, the animosity here. Oh, Jesus. John Let's Michaels, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, three words for you. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Okay. No, no, I'm just kidding. There's a lot more than three words. After it show. is, ain't it? I told you, I, I went to school, but I'm from Tennessee. What do you expect? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Tennessee Public Schools, Daddy. All right. Well, listen, we, we already talked about Goldberg, Drew, a little bit here. Um, I, I do want to keep things moving. We are coming up on, uh, on, on our time for the night. Um, but real quick, quick prediction. Does Goldberg beat Drew at the Royal Rumble for the strap? Um, Rapid fire, starting with Ivy, go. Yes. Nelio. I wish, but no, it's not going to happen. I want, Amy. I want it. No. Ariel. No. Tyler. No. Give me those smart tears, though. I'm dying. I, I, I say <laughs> it's going to happen. Mouth. It's going to happen. And it's going to be Goldberg Roman at Mania to bring back the undisputed championship. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, that, that could work. Because yeah. that was the last good looking goddamn belt we had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look at him. Bag. That's the future right there. <laughs> oh. That's our supreme overlord, Bison yeah, Man. Exactly. <laughs> well, he sat in the chair, so four years He's, to. Listen, I love that's. That gimmick, brother. That's a WCW <laughs> gimmick right there. No, like, that's that a guy, CCW that gimmick next out. weekend, right? There. <laughs> I love it. He has his that Twitter. Guy, he hasn't been arrested yet. Let's book him. That yeah. guy. That guy could walk onto a WCW Nitro set, and everyone yeah. would believe that he was supposed to be there. Steiner line, that guy. <laughs> All right, so let's, yeah. let's let's talk a little bit about Wednesday night this week. We've been we talked. AEW a whole bunch at the beginning of the show because we've got Ariel Levy here with us and he is uh, fresh off his his recent stint with those guys over there uh, working dark the last couple weeks and uh, on Wednesday night we saw the Bullet Club reform born out of this uh, relationship with Impact the Good Brothers came in and made the save for uh, for Omega and uh, then we had uh, the uh, Young Bucks man my brain is going the young bucks came out and they were like trying to play coy and you know be reasonable and at the end of the night they all threw it up do we think that this is going to be what the click tried to be right the click tried to be the click across wwf and wcw through dx and the nwo they tried really hard but then the ratings war kind of drove them apart. Do we think that this is what the NWO DX was trying to do? And uh, how, where do we think it goes from here? So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it to Ref Amy first here. Ladies first. Um, yeah, I do think that they're going to try to make this like power stable 
like that's trying to take over um AEW because it did feel like that when Gallows and Anderson came out and they just started laying everybody out Mm -hmm. throwing everybody out of the ring and stuff it felt like a takeover almost Mm -hmm. and so and then um I think the final image was great but the execution of the young bucks coming out was a little haphazard I wish before he super kicked uh Griff Garrison there was like a pause so he looked conflicted but yeah I still get what they were trying to come across. And um, as for where it's leading, I'm hoping, because obviously there's one guy missing from the elite right now, and that's Hangman Page. Mm. And I'm hoping it leads to this new formed giant elite versus Hangman Page as uh, with the Dark Order. Mm. And, and having like, because apparently they're still planning on doing a War Games like pay-per-view at some point. Blood and guts. Yeah, blood and guts. And I'm hoping that's going to be the outcome and the blow off between that. And that would be great for the Dark Order to kind of put them in back into that serious role. Like coming off of the um, passing of Brody Lee, they're going to be more over than ever coming yeah. out. And so this is a good way to kind of legitimately thrust them into a main event picture. Right. Right. And if we think about... What about your cat, Ivy? What is your cat <laughs> We agree with Amy. Cat, cat loves the dark order. I could tell. Yeah, with dark eyes. Put the paw. <laughs> Demonic cat. Yeah, yeah. the paw. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, there's also something to be said for the fact that there's a, an obvious member of the Bullet Club who is also holding gold right now that is not in either of those two companies. And that is Finn, Mm. right? Mm. That is Finn Balor. And, um, you know, realistically, now the Bullet Bullet Club really is everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. The Bullet Club is is everywhere. And that's what the click didn't really have. They they kind of, they started bringing in every person they could into the stable in the NWO and that kind of killed it, you know? Um, But the Bullet Club is legit new japan that we still got people there right yeah you know wwe you got aj styles you got finn balor impact you've got the good brothers right AEW, you've got the bucks you've got cody you've got um omega you've got hangman you know so uh, they're legit everywhere so uh, it's crazy to me i I really think that this is going to end up kind of being like what the click wanted to do um Let's let's uh let's go to Tyler. Tyler, what are you thinking, man? I, I think know Vinicius it, has a lot to say. He always has a lot to say. Oh no, no, it, I I'm liking it more now that you added the Good Brothers because mm-hmm. you do have that feel of that Bullet Club reunion. But yeah, they've got a global footprint. Where, like you all said, I'm just going to back you up on that point that they're in New Japan. You got Jay White, who's also part of the Bullet Club. It, it would be interesting though if he's done with New Japan, which I don't know that he is because he seems to fit there if he uh doesn't join one of these factions or a member mm-hmm. and and they do something so that that's what's interesting about it it's more than just impact and aw i think it goes to new japan i think maybe you add some of those storylines now i'm doing conspiracy so it's it's kind of funny but join the buddy, university buddy, of buddy. iowa's wrestling team oh, that's saying, where he's going oh go ahead said and roman join moxley that would be actually badass yeah that would be cool yeah yeah triple h says they're open for business brother triple h says they're open for business let's go 
He did, yeah. So, uh, Ivy, let, let me go to you. What do you What do you think? Um, no, I mean, I pretty much agree with um, everything that Amy said. I, that whole hangman thing, I think, is what they, you know, are definitely lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see it. I could see it going there. I really could. Excellent. I like it. Excellent, Ariel. What are your thoughts, brother? I I, I like this like cross promotion stuff. Uh, I I I wouldn't compare the the click with the with the elite or the bullet club or whatever. I I wouldn't compare them because I think um, the the difference is that uh, the young box and Omega and Cody are actually vice presidents of their company. <laughs> And not yeah. just booking random shit behind the yeah. scenes. No, not just being like <laughs> good <laughs> politicians backstage. You know, yeah. right. that was. And if you if you really think about it, the clique is running NXT right now. Yeah, that's that's yeah. true. Hey, that's great. Yeah. Maybe they'll book. Maybe they'll book Finn to have a new club, brother. I mean, <laughs> you got Cole. Wasn't yeah. wasn't O'Reilly in the club too? Wasn't wasn't he in the blue club? I don't think- I think all of the guys that we're talking about, Jay White, Finn Balor, Adam Cole, yeah. the Young Bucks, all of them, they should just have their own company and wrestle each other. Because yeah. <laughs> that's a, actually, and Kenny Omega and stuff, that's an actual elite company. That's, I just feel did. like they did. Yeah, just take a big stake. That's what AEW is, brother. They're just oh, waiting yeah, for everyone's right. contracts to run out. It's the elite. <laughs> um, yeah. I, think, I think it's it's become pretty apparent that Tony Khan has bought Impact Wrestling. There's no question. So it's just what he what is he going to do with it, you know? Invasion. Or, or does he have a sister or something? Like uh, the contract says Khan, <laughs> but the first name is Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. <laughs> so like, oh, when when are we going to get that promo? When are we going to get someone doing a promo and just yelling? <laughs> I think it's no. I think it's going to be Jericho because uh, I think I'm, I feel that Tony Khan will be a character and he's going to be uh, the manager of Orange Cassidy when Orange Cassidy wrestles Jericho. Uh, you know, to unless Ariel is the one retiring him, and I think it's going to be Jericho yelling Khan as the thorn in his side. The th- every time Jericho turns around, he's going to see. Maybe it's going to be a four a can in every corner. Okay, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I like it, but I really do think it's weird oh, because. The, there is a weird thing with that. Yeah. It's like, um, it just feels weird, you know? Yeah. You, yeah. Things like things, I feel like wrestling in the 90s and early 2000s, they were a little bit more equalized. Mm-hmm. Like someone was a main eventer and they were a top guy and they walked around like a top guy and they would slap you in the mouth if you messed with them. And then there were like some mid carters and there was other people. And then now I feel like it's like Rich Swan is the impact champion and some other guys. Who's the NXT champion right now? Finn Balor. Um, and some other guy. Is, you know, <laughs> some other guys, the SmackDown champion. And it's just like there's not an equal, like, you know, like it used to be, you know, top guy, top guy, top guy. And I think WCW killed that when they started just giving the belt to, like, Vince Russo. and Yeah. You know, that David Arquette. But I think mm-hmm. that same problem plagues current wrestling a little bit, you know. And that, that's why this whole elite thing this feels weird to me. And there's too many companies. There's too much wrestling. How can there be 12 hours of wrestling on television a week? I think Impact will end up being like AEW's Thunder. Right. Yeah. That's, I think it's happening in front of our faces. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, think we, I think we said that a couple of weeks ago. I think, I think we said like the, 
impact impact is going to stay impact but impact is going to be aew impact you know yeah. it's going to be they're going to say you're exactly right they're going to think it's going to be the nxt but it's really the thunder you know, it's the it's it's the AEW worldwide or whatever you know yeah. that's what yeah. it is which is fine i, I miss I, worldwide man the recap too, show yeah the recap show and like they oh, have yeah. like one match on saturday mornings yeah Hello. that was that was awesome yeah that that's how cool. i got to watch william regal wrestle as a kid mm-hmm. yeah like every like he'd wrestle once in a while on nitro but he would be wrestling yep. every week on worldwide yep he was pretty yep. good uh, absolutely same eddie guerrero eddie guerrero was a worldwide guy so mm-hmm. and and speaking of impact um they just had hard to kill is the the pay-per-view coming up impact has hard to kill was it this weekend or next weekend and i think it's added, next uh they just added jordan they didn't want Grace. to compete against ccw's new year's revolution that's right mm-hmm. yeah, that's right exactly south american dream team over here you know um daddy the, uh, <laughs> we're the real click we're the real <laughs> click in professional wrestling boom. we're running things all right go ahead Ted. boom um, Jordan Grace and Jazz lost on Impact this week in the in the women's tag title tournament, and as a result, um, they were backstage and they had like a very friendly encounter. Well, do you want to have a match hard to kill? And yeah, we're gonna do it. So now we have this match. It's gonna be a great match. Both of these mm-hmm. women can go, right? Jazz was two decades ahead of her time. Okay, um, but is it really a dream match? And that's what it's being labeled by the IWC is, is that it's a dream match. Is it though? Well, is when it? I close my eyes and I think of the legendary matches of all time, <laughs> the two names that first come across my lips are Rick Steamboat and Ric Flair. But Ric the Flair. second is Jordan Grace <laughs> and Jazz. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would prefer to watch Jazz and um, Kurt Angle. didn't that happen on smackdown sure it did when when willie mack was getting that push on smackdown and he was like he was destroying everybody and kurt angle was like the gm or something my question is where's tessa blanchard to save us man where's tessa i I know i don't she's negotiating contracts hanging out Uh, ariel's like i don't know anything i'm not saying anything she's in in the house Daga and, and Tessa you're are si- hanging out. In Ariel's. To, to, take, to take words from Nelio, your vol- your silence speaks volumes, Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really watch Impact, bro. Hey, man, if you're going to work for AEW, you better start watching I The Thunder, watch, Daddy. I only watch my shit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I watch CCW Live Wrestling Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock. <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, too much too much it's too much wrestling you eight it's a lot yeah hours raw three hours yeah back down two hours swe yeah now i'm watching new japan too i didn't think i'd get into that so i'm cnl cnl triple a mlw yeah mlw yeah wwc uswa ROA. <laughs> Going back now. <laughs> Don't forget NAWA. NAWA, the North American Wrestling Alliance. You have to you have to you have to put them in the conversation. So you can see yeah. their shows on Fight Network for just twenty dollars. Yeah. And then uh Yeah. Two network subscriptions. St. <laughs> Louis, Paul Bosch. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so let's let's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah, there is a lot of wrestling out there. But there's, one of the there's so much stampede one, wrestling. One of the, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. 
one of the things that uh <laughs> that that i have started investigating a little bit more is um ewa <laughs> force wrestling too i hate you so much right no, now wait, i'm trying to think CNL. Oh, you, you said CML. <laughs> what about the uh, the independent wrestling network that's uh, that's been IWTV? Ruined? Yeah, yeah, IWTV. I, I you know I saw I saw shout a bunch out to my people. boy Dylan Hales who runs a tight ship over there. You know I I saw a bunch of people begging you begging you yesterday nelio oh i've had i've had meetings i've had meetings with iwtv you know they're they're begging you to get this this death match with alex ocean (laughs) the name says mcmahon but the first name (laughs) is shane mcmahon no sorry (laughs) yeah Um, this ocean versus matthew justice um yeah people are begging for us to stream it and sell it and uh you know there have been talks about maybe getting my own streaming network off the ground that would be good, yeah. So, <laughs> so what? When, when, what? when can we expect more news, Venetius? What? No, uh, you'll hear you'll hear about it soon. But yeah, no, honestly, IWTV does a great job. Obviously, um, Fight TV does a wonderful job. But you know, there might be some other options coming. Who knows? Okay. All right. All right. Well, my friends, it has been another week. Up oh, now, oh, now Ariel is the, yeah, the CCW, CCW Women's Champion. Women's this champion. is the CCW Women's Championship. What did they do with her? Get a red wig. I'm Medusa. He's a Medusa. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's ratings. It's ratings. No. on, Tiffany. All right. So if you're going to be the CCW Women's Champion, then you need to get a red wig so we can call you Ariel and your name doesn't have to perfect, change. You know, perfect. you're going to get a seashell <laughs> bra, though. You're burying him on commentary, Daddy. All right, <laughs> All right my friends. It has been uh, excellent having our good friend Ariel Levy here with us on uh, Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ariel, thank you so much for joining us. You know, it's been a pleasure having you, man. Thank you, brothers. Story for. Brother, thank you so much. No, I uh, thank you. Yeah. I'll see you. Absolutely. I'll see you. Sorry I'll see you this ADD, weekend. We got ADD. so much fun stuff. And I uh, love you guys. And thank you for the support and for giving me your energy. Oh, always, brother. Always, <laughs> after, brother. After uh, killing training at W uh, at Pro Wrestling Two Point So mm-hmm. thank you very yeah. much. Shout out to Alex Portel. Shout out to Alex Portel and Logan. Ethan Carter Vertigo. Right, the wonderful go. Vertigo, Josh Woods, everybody. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you guys so much. And, and- see you this Saturday, Fort Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom in on his face. Yeah. We don't need to. He's doing it for us. <laughs> <laughs> you know? CCW, uh, the most dominating force in sports <laughs> entertainment history. <laughs> C, 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 CW, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Boom. Yeah. Boom. We're going to spray paint that. We're just going to put CC no. yeah, Big spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to Rewind Wrestling Radio here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. Please remember to like, follow, okay, share, comment, subscribe, all of the things. And uh, remember to give us, you know, give your, your fellow wrestling fans a look and, and say to them, hey, go listen to this wrestling radio show because it is the best out there. You can find us on YouTube and anywhere you find your podcast. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and have a great night. Have a great week. And we'll see you next week here on rewind wrestling radio.